Good morning, Rock Harbor Church. Good to see everybody this morning. We are celebrating Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all our fathers in here this morning. But happy Father's Day to the father of fathers Amen. this morning. So this morning as we begin, let us pray to our Heavenly Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God, for being our Father. Thank you, Lord, for loving us and keeping us. Father, thank you for this day. We give you full reign. Full, full reign in here this morning, Father. Bless the, our pastor. Bless the word as it comes forth. Father, we look forward to what you have to bring and the word that you have to give us this morning. Father, thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity to worship you and to praise you once again. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you this morning. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So let's just give Father our praise and glorify him this morning. Join with us as we do that. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, give God praise. Amen. May be seated this morning. Good to see everyone. We're gonna call the brothers forward this morning to receive the tithe and offering. And also, if you would, if you're here this morning and you're a father, just raise your hand up. We're gonna present you with something here, so keep them up as these uh, two young guys come around and present you with this. Thing. Come on, brothers, let's receive this morning. Father, Lord, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for everything you do for us, Lord. We just thank you, dear God, for the things you're doing for Rock Harbor Church. Lord, I just ask, I pray a special prayer over the fathers here and the fathers everywhere, dear God, that we can live up to the standards we set before us, dear God. Father, we just pray for these tithes and offerings you're here and follow, Lord. Bless each and every one here. Jesus' name, amen. 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 Lord. God. This is the word of God. I will walk in it. I will walk in it. I'll abide by it. I'll abide by it. I'll adhere to it. I'll adhere to it. And I'll stand upon it. I'll stand upon it. For it is my strength. It is my strength. It is my power. It is my power. And it is my life. It is my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. You may be seated this morning. And I normally say children are dismissed, but not this morning. So, <laughs> well. It's a blessing to be a father, isn't it? Those of you that know what I'm talking about, and a lot of responsibility. Uh, incurred with that title, and uh, this morning I, I just uh, just real simple question, uh, Father, what is it? And I will anybody knows what a father is, but really, what what God say a father is? What's His description? What's His definition of a father? And uh, I want to say that I'm first of all priesthood to all that we have here in the church. And I want to say it this way, the difference you make in the lives of your children and the difference you make in your home, and that's not being said lightly. There's a, 
great abandonment in the day we're living. And I think it's, and believe, and I'm inspired to say so, that that I believe we're being drawn into a, a more of an emphasis on just what fathers behold and what the responsibility is and, and really the position that we've been placed in. Position. Fatherhood's a position. And it's a privilege, but it's a position. And I want to elaborate on that this morning. First of all, just to say a few things uh, in the infinite wisdom of our present and modern society, uh, as far as the aspect of parenting goes, uh, mother is now birth person, and father is now baby daddy. That's not what God says. Yeah, amen. The title of father and all, we had Mother's Day a while back, both of those titles are titles of honor, and they're created by none other than God. Amen. The world, get it. We would not be here had God not brought this wonderful ability about to humankind to procreate, to have children, as has been the case generation after generation after generation. But I don't have to remind you, it takes two, and they ain't two of the same, folks. Amen. God created male and female in the beginning and gave them the wonderful ability to produce children, have a home, and to exercise all of the godly attributes of that. That that's, was in the beginning, originated in the beginning. God created family. It's under attack today, has been for a while. The attempt of the enemy to dismantle family is rampant and raging because he knows if he can dismantle family and the family unit and all the meaning that that holds, fatherhood, motherhood, all those childhood, it takes all to make up a family. And he knows if he can break that apart and ultimately to destroy it, then he's got a great thing going on and he can pretty much uh, infiltrate our entire society. See, things begin with the creation of God. They don't begin with some man-made fabrication. Amen. God created everything. It's a wonderment to me, and if you really take time to sit back and think about it, how awesome it is that we've even been given this wonderful privilege as husband, wife, and to, to generate and to create children that obviously grow up and become somebody. And they're going to do the same thing we did and grow up and create and others are going to be products of that. But the understanding that our society has today uh, and the constant articulation and strategy of an enemy in his attempts to again break up the family unit and to twist and turn and to make things something that they're not, that they're intended by God to be, then society's got problems, and we can say today that our society's got problems. Uh, the fundamental Christian family is a treasure and a gem. I used some of those terms here not long ago. But I hope you treasure yours, and I hope every family member you've got are absolute gems to you today. Because especially children, they're products, but they're, uh, they're awesome treasures. And again, I cannot elaborate enough on how wonderful it is for all of us to be able to enjoy kids. We've got them here all the way from carried around in a bassinet to college to 
getting married and moving on and as the cycle of generations continue. Uh, but I want to uh, elaborate today on, on, on God's definition of father. And I mentioned a term earlier, and I don't like the term, but for the sake of the sermon today, I'm going to use it again. Uh, I mean, you remember Brother Danny used to go here before they moved, Brother Danny McGee. He had a saying, and he said, just because a cat has its kittens in the oven, don't make them biscuits. Right. <laughs> just because you're a baby daddy, don't make you a father, okay? Kind of same wavelength here. Father is something far different than one that can just produce a child. That's what God's Word says. And we're going to elaborate on that a little bit. And I realize it's Father's Day. We're going to try to move along and get everybody out where they can go enjoy the day. I know some of you probably have festivities and occasions and things you want to attend. Uh, but biblically, Father, uh, God basically defines it two ways. And this is the biblical definition. Uh, the first one, when Jesus uh, taught the Lord's Prayer, what did he say right off? Our Father. Our Father. And that term basically means nourisher, protector. That's pretty good so far, isn't it? Amen. Nourisher, protector, and also upholder. Now when God's name is used biblically, that's usually the term because he is the divine, supreme, eternal God, our heavenly father. But that is also extended down many times biblically, and I think it's used like around 1,200 times in the Bible. Man as a, Adam as a prototype of father. How was Adam created in whose image? God's image. God said in Genesis, let us create man in our own image. So in the beginning, man was created after the image of God, which later man was unable to become a father as Adam was and produce children. So dads, fathers, this morning, I want to say it this way, you better be manning your battle stations Amen. because they're trying to strip you of your title. They're trying to remove from you all essence of what biblical fatherhood really means. Now, you might ask, who are they? They. There's a continued effort, and it goes right along with stripping the family unit and creating something other than that, and it's well on its way as I speak. Amen? But the strength of our society lies in family. The strength of any society has always lied in family. Mothers, fathers, children, uh, the strength of bondage, the, the power of love in the midst of family that has been the strength and the backbone of this country for over 200 some years. Fathers uh, as nourishers, as given and extended down as the heavenly father, as our nourisher, or if you're a nourisher, you're a provider. You provide for yours. What do you provide for them? Everything they need. You provide uh, uh, physical things and you also are to provide spiritual things. How many of you here as fathers, you don't have to raise your hand, give your children advice? Is it godly advice? Is it truth? 
I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of advice being given to kiddos today, and it ain't coming out of the book I read. You just do what I do and act like I act, and I'm going to tell you what, it's a way under different than what God intended in the first place. But when fathers understand their position, we're in a battle position, guys. This is still a war. It's still a battlefield. And if you're a father here today, you're in a position on the battlefield. And the enemy is trying to take you out. Guess why? If there's not a father with good sound wisdom and knowledge and understanding and advice as a provider and a nourisher to those of his descendants and his offspring, how many of us proud of your kids? Amen. Proud of what they do, their accomplishments and such. Nurturing. Nourishing is nurturing. That's with, with care and attention. It makes all the difference when in a child's upbringing and I find it very interesting that these particular three terms for God himself that God has so wonderfully and graciously handed them down to fathers of every generation to take up in God's image fatherhood and to carry on a biblical or a Christian generation from generation to generation. That's the position we got. And it's a tough one right now. In this day, it is a tough position, but we got to man it, right? Amen. Come on, fathers, where are you at? We got to man it, right? Amen. You with me? We got to man it. I don't care if it's two or three, you've still got to maintain the position God's called us to. Amen. When times gets tough and the war gets to raging, we don't quit, we don't stop. We maintain, and if you will look and seek and, and through God's word, your responsibility and what has been given to you and the, the power and the strength from God's word that he has afforded to you to be a father, it is amazingly enormous. Amen. Thank you, God. Amen. Thank you. Can you really give good advice without truth? Truth's foundation, right? said protector protector I love the words not on my watch <laughs> devil I mean you got that attitude not on my watch devil I've got responsibility fathers are the family's protector absolutely you have the absolute right to protect your family, and it is a responsibility to do that Amen. from all effects, be it physical or be it an onslaught of spiritual warfare, whatever it is, it is your responsibility to protect yours, your wife, your children, grandchildren. Put yourself in the forefront, up on front. Amen. You know, love is a protector. Love conquers all, doesn't it? Love's powerful, isn't it? You love your family, you love your children. That's a great protection. God sees to it. That's something maybe we don't really realize that that is is that instrumental. But again, the effect upon the family unit of today 
is to break it up and strip it up of any aspect of love whatsoever. That's taken the main ingredient out. And the love of a father, we got mothers, we got fathers, and they both love their children. The love of a father is a protecting love. You're not touching mine. My body would be laying between you and them, but you're not getting to them as long as I'm alive. That's the attitude we got to have. Amen. And that's physically and spiritually. Some go, oh, no, 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 no. God ain't about violence. I didn't say nothing about violence. I'm talking protection. Standing between them and us, whatever them happens to be, okay? When we see ourselves, and we could apply the full armor of God in this whole Father thing, couldn't we? Put it on, dads. Equip yourself with it. God's giving it to you. Go with it. Get it on. Get it adjusted. Get it suited to you. And maintain your position of fatherhood. Don't back up. Don't sit down. Don't quit. It's yours. God has given it to you. What God gives you, nobody can take away from you. Again, what God gives you, nobody can take away from you. He's given you what you need by His Word. He's given you the ability. He's given you the strength. He's given you the power. He will give you the knowledge. He'll give you that wisdom. He'll give you that understanding to guide your sons, to guide your daughters, to guide your family, to protect them in all aspects. Wonderful. And upholder. Upholder. You ever feel like you're beat down? From it all? Yeah. Guess who's holding you up? Your godly father this morning, guess who's holding you up? He will hold you up. But he's given us that, again, awesome ability to hold those that we have up. It gets to be a load sometimes, doesn't it? It's a huge responsibility. You talk about broad shoulders you got to have when you've got children in a family, or you should have. It gets a heavy, heavy weight sometimes. That's why fathers have to know there is a source we can call upon and rely upon and trust in to help us hold up those which have been given to us to afford them safety, security, counsel, godly direction, leadership. As fathers, we're leaders, right? Yes. You ain't going to get through it without leading. And there's two different directions you can lead. You can lead good and you can lead bad. We're on the good side, right? We're doing God things, right? This is a privilege this morning. I'm I'm not trying to beat somebody over the head. I'm trying to lift you up this morning. We are uplifters, upholders, right? How many of us have to do that with your kids and your family? Hold them up. Tough times. Tough. Guess who's got to maintain the weight? Not that mom don't help. Of course she does. But another definition for father used generally and broadly is chief. Chief. What's that mean? He's the principal. Officer. He's the head. 
I heard somebody say once, I'm the chief, but my wife wears the feathers. That ain't biblical, folks. I'm sorry. I'm just preaching the truth. That is not biblical. Pull the hair left out of the balloon on that one. Chief, principal, head. That carries a great significance. I heard somebody else say, well, I'm the husband, but my wife wears the pants. You ever heard that one? It's just humorous terms. But how much truth do we see in that? And when family order gets out of line, then everything gets out of line. And that's what's happened to our society, folks. It gets toddled here and toddled there and twisted here and twisted there. And before long, we've got a whole mixed up family unit. When God says something, he means it. If it's in his word, it is the truth. It's not like men are supposed to be the overbearing rulers of all. But the biblical order and the fashion God created it in for fathers to be fathers and husbands is the supportive, faithful, loving cooperation of the wife with the husband and the husband with the wife and the children honoring their parents. Remember that one? Children, honor your parents. What does that do? It blesses your life is what it does. You can't honor them unless you appreciate them and understand what they go through for you what they sacrifice for you. Fathers are sacrificers. One of the famous, uh, Paul repeated it in the book of Acts that uh, a little bit different than Jesus said it, but it means the same thing. It is better to give than to receive. That's what we do. We give, not necessarily money or physical objects, but we give a whole lot more all of the time than what maybe we're readily seen as doing. It's kind of like we do that in the, the back scenes most of the time. And you can say, well, I'm unappreciated. Nobody ever says anything. Hey, we've been called to a position. We're maintaining a post, okay? Again, as protector and as we, we, uh, we understand and, and, we, and we, we get this and we begin to apply, then we see the the magnitude that lies within fulfilling of the father figure, individually and personally. The more we get that, the more able we will be. And it comes right out of the Word of God. Amen. I'm sure if any of you here today could, could give account, I could, of the many times that, that my dear old dad uh, would have conversations and we'd have visits and, and he'd give me some advice. Now, I'll be the first to say I didn't always follow it. Amen. And most of the time, it didn't work out real good for me. Yeah. You know, when you get through the teenage years, you get your own mind, right? Yeah. Oh, come on. You got a better way to get in You see, if you start being a father when they're babies, a biblical father when they're babies, yeah, they grow pretty quick, don't they? Yeah. Oh, they can get their own head about them when they're a year old. And you better get it reined in pretty quick or they're going to run off on you. Am I giving anybody advice you didn't already know? No. See, raising children, nurturing them, giving them good, sound advice, wholesome quality of life, information that is vital to their well-being and even their lives, that's father's responsibility along with mother's. Chief, principal, head, spiritual head, 
Anybody agree with me on that? Spiritual head of the home? Yeah. I know that's not always the case. I'm just telling you what's supposed to be. I know many mothers have to take up the slack and do it all. But as fathers, we're called to supreme position. Patriarch. I'm closing up here in a minute. Patriarch. You know you got lineage, fathers? <coughs> What's lineage? Your influence keeps going down the line. To children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. Believe you me, I've seen it. I know what I'm talking about. And I'm not talking about it in a good sense. I've seen the same things from this one to children to grandchildren and on. Same lifestyle, same manner of living, same... But what do you think Christian, good Christian, godly influence does for children from their upbringing through? If they've got people that understand their responsibility. If they've got fathers manning their positions and taking up that role as, as should be properly. Living the father figure to its extreme. How important do you think that is? Much. make strong communities Amen. strong Amen. churches Amen. strong societies Amen. when fatherhood breaks down and the idea is that it doesn't really matter it's all a biological thing anyway and that's all it is folks that's a lie from the pits of hell Amen. it's much more than that it takes a man to be a father a real man again some of you individually, I could probably get one father this morning and say we'll probably talk for hours and bounce back and forth of what our fathers meant to us and how many times, even years later, we can recollect and remember conversations with them and their leadership and their guidance and their support, even protection. We got guys here that left American soil and went to foreign countries as fathers of this nation, okay? Amen. Some would argue that point, but they went to protect. There's one of them right there, there's one of them right back there, and there's probably some others in there. They did what they had to do to support and to keep the fabric of the United States of America intact, I believe, as father figures, understanding and knowing that, yeah, my family's at home and I'm thousands of miles away. But I'm fighting for freedom, and if I'm fighting for freedom, I'm fighting for God and maintaining my position of Amen. responsibility. Amen. The forefathers of this country, you ever heard that term? Our forefathers, you know what their foundation was? Most of them? This right here. This right here. That's where they got their information from. This was their working platform. Surprisingly, most every one of them work for nothing monetarily 
but as fathers of a fledgling nation, they maintained their post and they did what they did, and they did it, many of them sacrificially. If you'll read history, a lot of them perished in poverty. But they maintained the position to their dying breath. Even at all. Fatherhood. Fatherhood. Somebody may say, well, I got kids around me, but I'm, I'm not a father. Well, you got kids and you're responsible for them. Guess what? We'll let you in the club. Bail in. Some of you already have. You enjoying it? Amen. I want to say, uh, and I, I don't want to uh, be out of line or anything. I don't want to embarrass anybody, but uh, I want to thank God for our foster parents in this church. Amen. I don't really like it, but that's it's been stuck on. If you're here, you're one of us, okay? You're one of the family. Let me say that to you. And uh, there's a a great heavenly Father that loves you more than what you can even begin to know. And thank God that you've been given people, male figures in your life to support you and protect you and provide for you. And we're grateful this morning. So, happy Father's Day, guys. Give yourself applause. forget to express to your dad today, your father, your support how much you appreciate like I said earlier you don't see a lot of the things we do you just don't it's behind the scenes virtually not noticed And we'll close with this. It's a God-given blessing and privilege more than I can describe to be a father and a grandfather. And may I add a church father. Love you all. God bless you. Guys, be vigilant. Be sober. You got a huge responsibility. Man your post. The war's raging, but we're going to win. Amen. Amen. Would you rise? There is a Heavenly Father that has allowed us a wonderful way to have a relationship with Him. That's through His Son, Jesus Christ. God was a Father. He is a Father. Now He's Father to many who believe in him. Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen.
Maybe you don't know about that relationship. Maybe this morning you never thought about it. I just want to simply on this Father's Day offer you an invitation to develop a relationship with a Heavenly Father that loves more than we can even comprehend. Enough to send His only Son to earth to take on all the sins of the world. All the wrongs, all the the wickedness, everything. To take it on His own shoulders and to take the punishment and bleed and die as a sacrifice that we could be free. And you can be free this morning. Amen. You can in just pretty much an instant become a child a son of the living God by calling upon the name of his son Jesus Christ and confessing your sins and asking forgiveness and receiving him into your heart and your life now it's not just for fathers this morning daughters too so I'm going to end this service with that invitation today if you're here it takes nothing but a minor step and God will help you the rest of the way you're here today and you don't you don't know Jesus, you don't know the Lord, then here's your opportunity. As the music plays this morning, give you an opportunity to come and I'll be here to pray with you. Anybody in the house simply walk down this aisle? We'll praise God for you. Yes. We'll hug your neck, shake your hand, say welcome in. Anybody this morning before we dismiss? pray. Heavenly Father God, we come this morning and we place all in your care. ask you to touch every heart. ask you just every soul, Lord, that exists in this house today. I pray, God, that you just somehow reach them, prompt them, draw them to you, Lord. Help them to know that there is absolute hope in you, that God, you're a loving Father, and that you will receive if we simply just ask. Lord, today we give you praise and thanks for the wonders that you've given us and the blessings, God, that you have poured out upon us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Give God praise this morning. No service tonight. Spend the day with your fathers. We're not here. We're not close. Pick up that phone modern stuff, FaceTime them, all that stuff. Let them know you love them and appreciate them. And have a great day. See you back here Wednesday night. God bless you.